glory to God. We're going to continue our study uh, from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 18, and verses uh, 7 through 13. And I told you that we're actually using the New English translation. There are times when I, God, threaten to uproot, tear down, and destroy a nation or kingdom. Now, that sounds ominous, I don't know, to you, but that's quite a threat when God says to uproot, tear down, and destroy a nation or kingdom. And, you know, there's there's three things that he mentions here, and they're not all talking about just the same thing. To uproot, to tear down, and then destroy a nation. It doesn't necessarily happen all at once, and it happens in sequence. Very often we see it in Scripture. But that's another subject. I don't want to get into that. What I want you to see is that there's times when God threatens to do this, and then he carries it out. And I gave you the example of uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, where uh, obviously they had plenty of warning. You know, the Bible talks about, in the book of Revelation, that God will give people time to repent. Now, that's in Revelation chapter 2, when he's talking to the church at Thyatira. And uh, he's specifically speaking about the false prophetess Jezebel and her followers. And the scripture says that God, Jesus said, it's Jesus talking. And he said, I gave her time to repent, but she did not. Therefore, I will throw her into a bed and great destruction and great suffering and pain. You know, that, that's pretty bad when you get turned over to your enemy for the destruction of uh, your flesh or your body, your whole life. Well, this is what this is talking about. And actually, if you go to the book of Judges in uh, the Bible, you will see that this is the pattern over and over again. You see that children of Israel, they would repent, they'd turn from their wicked ways, they'd drop their idolatry and their practice of fornication and evil and stealing and lying and cheating and all the stuff that goes with it, the violence and everything, they would repent and God would send a deliverer and he would deliver them from their enemies and they would be set free and they'd live in peace and then they'd go back and they'd do it again. Now this happened over centuries, over a few centuries. And they would go back and they would do it again and the Bible would say, and God would turn them over to their enemies. Well, we see this in the scripture. We see it in the book of Revelation. We see it in the book of First Corinthians chapter 5. There was a man that, that committed incest with his father's wife. That's pretty serious. His father, obviously, either he was a widow or had divorced and he got remarried or, or he married uh, a woman that wasn't this man's mother and this man turned around and committed adultery with her. An incest, an incest, a type of a, adultery, an incest with this woman. So what happens? Well, the scripture talks about that he got turned over to Satan for the destruction of his flesh and it was a bad day for him. But that's a different story. Now, what I wanted you to see is that sometimes God does threaten. But it says, if that nation I threaten stops doing wrong, I will cancel the destruction. Now, that's important that I intended to do to it. And I told you that this is what happened in Nineveh. And let's go to the book of Jonah and let's see this because this is exactly what happened in the book of Jonah. God threatened to destroy this nation. But something happened, 
and it changed everything. But now before I do, let's read the, the rest of this. It says, And there are times when I promise to build up and establish a nation or kingdom. But if that nation does what displeases me and does not obey me, then I will cancel the good I promised to do to it. So now, the Lord says, I am preparing to bring disaster on you. I am making plans to punish you. So, every one of you, stop the evil things you have been doing. Correct the way you have been living. And do what is right. But they just kept saying, we don't care what you say. We will do whatever we want to do. We will continue to behave wickedly and stubbornly. Well, that's not what you want to do. You do that, you're going to get over on God's bad side. It's time to stop it. Repent, turn, change, get rid of those evil things and begin to do what's right according to God's word. But now Nineveh was in trouble. And I only have a little time left to, to, to get into this, but I'll go as far as I possibly can. So go to the book of Jonah. Chapter 1, and notice verse 1. Jonah, chapter 1, verse 1. Watch what it says. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. Now God said, that the wickedness of that city had come up before him. Now, it's very interesting because this is similar to what God said concerning Sodom and Gomorrah. But they were destroyed. Obviously, they didn't repent. It's the same thing that God said concerning the entire world in Genesis chapter 6, that their wickedness and the violence had come up before him, and they refused to repent. They wouldn't change. So destruction came on the planet. Now here, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness had, had come up before me. And we know the story, or you should, concerning uh, Jonah. He refused to do it, and he ran off from the presence of the Lord thinking he could hide or get away from God, and that's impossible. He got on a boat towards Tarshish and got into a huge storm, they threw him overboard because they found out it was his fault that they were in that storm. And the Bible says that God prepared a great fish to swallow him. You know, a lot of people think it was a whale or something like that, but that's not the important thing. Whale's a mammal, but, you know, it could have been what they were talking about, or it could have been some other. It says God prepared a great fish. So we don't know what it was. It was just a huge, huge fish big enough where Jonah could be in there for three days. And he was in there for three days and three nights inside the fish. And finally he repented, it says, and he decided he was going to obey God and the fish threw him up on land. The Bible says in Jonah chapter 3 and verse 1, Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach to it the message that I tell you. So Jonah went up, and he went into Nineveh, and started walking. It was a huge city. The Bible says it was a three, it's a three-day walk through the city to get to the other side. That's pretty big. Miles and miles and miles. He got up and began to cry. The first day, 
that he began to cry out. He went into the city uh, one day's walk, and he began to cry out and say, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So God was giving them, even then, a window of forty days to repent. Now you talk about God's mercy. Already their wickedness had gone up before God, and God was giving them a, an extra period of time to repent before judgment would fall on it. And look what happened. Verse 5. So the people of Nineveh believed God, proclaimed the fast, and put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least of them. Then word came to the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne. Wow. And he began to speak repentance to the people. Well, I'm going to come back with some more teaching from God's Word because my time's up for today. Get a copy of my book, A Call to Return. You'll be blessed with it. Uh, restoring the Roots of Our Relationship with Jesus. Go to our website. Be blessed.